I'm Brad. I'm Justin. And I'm the Cinemaiden. We're just three friends back together again chatting movies. We are the Cinema Guys. Welcome to the show. Hey, welcome to another episode of the One Cinema More. Guys. Actually, I should have like sang that. I mean, like, welcome to another. Episode. Oh yeah, we should. Welcome to another <laughs> episode. That's that sort of what they do. Good. That, that was pretty good. good, right? Yeah, I, like I know. That. I feel like I feel like I could have probably been in a musical. <laughs> if this is your first time in, welcome. And if you're returning for another episode, you know we are worth the time. I bet you're so excited right now. Not worth the time. So excited. I, I am. Uh, Brad and I'm I really recent, recently purchased uh, shirts from our store. We did from our T-Public. Oh, what's ones? Which one, which one do we get? I forget. I think the Cinemaning got uh, Not Worth the Time. No, we you both didn't? got the same we one. We both, okay, we got the bunch of total idiots. I wasn't in on this shirt buy. It's because I was over here for coffee. Yeah. Oh, cool. So we're, let's just buy shirts together. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm part of this too. I don't have a shirt. I have like that old one that's original. We'll get, we'll get you one too, Justin. We have exciting new venture with the Cincinnati Art Museum. Yes, which is one of my favorite places in the city. We like art. We like museums. In July, July 9th to October 3rd, they have an exhibit called Paintings, Politics, and the Monuments Men, the Berlin Masterpieces in America starting and then in august we will be hosting a screening at the esquire august 28th of the monuments men yeah i'm actually excited to revisit it because the first time i saw it i was definitely in a different place in my life but i also thought i was going into like a inglorious bastards or maybe like a saving private ryan (laughs) and it's definitely not not that kind of film so i'd actually be excited to revisit it and a new with a new lens of life, but I'm I'm excited for it. It'll be our first screening we've hosted since Quarantine. March, March of 2020. Since that COVID, COVID, yeah. COVID. Where are we hosting it at, Brad? At the Esquire. Oh, what night's that? It is a Saturday night, yeah. August 28th at 7:30 p.m. It's exciting. We will have a representative from the Cincinnati Art Museum there with us to help us with the the history behind everything. Head to the exhibit at the art museum. And come see our screening August 28th. So then what movie are we seeing? Yeah, would you like talking about tonight? Would you like to know? (laughs) What are we seeing? (laughs) What were we seeing? Well, I hope you saw it. We're going to stop, watch it, and then come back. Oh, we saw it. Now we're back. There we go. So we are going to talk In the Heights. In the the Heights. Ooh, that was good. We're good. (laughs) We're on it. It's the new musical it was written by Lynn Manuel Miranda, who some people might know from a small thing called Hamilton. Moana. But he did not direct the film. He did not direct the film. He just produced no. it. And he also wrote has, he also wrote he, the original I mean he wrote the original, well, so he original screenplay, play. the original Broadway. And the play. credits of the movie he's credited for all the songs. Yes. And then producing and he's a side character. And he played the original Usnavi. In the which also, there are uh, I know we're not talking about the movie yet, but what, yeah. I love that name. <laughs> I, I didn't love it at first. I was like, oh, that's an interesting name, Usnavi. But then when I he like found it. out how I he lo- got his name. I love the story behind I it. Love we'll, it. We'll talk about it. 
But in the Heights, we're going to have a top this that the Cinemaiden does not know yet. Ooh, what will it be? Favorite names? Wait, can I guess? We will end with at home recommendations. What is your guess before we jump into Mm, it? What is your guess? I'm going to guess two different things. Okay. First one, best musical dance number or best musical dance number. (laughs) (laughs) You nailed it. That's actually it. Let's. (laughs) You got it. Yeah, that's really it. Let's jump in the top this. Wow. And we should go gamble tonight. Ashley's good at guessing. As you do gamble guesses. It was guesses. the only thing I could think of with this movie. Are there... With your simple mind over there, Cinemaster. Well, <laughs> this top... <laughs> I'm just kidding, This man. top this that was, was given to us by one of the pa- our patrons. Oh, so our patrons are simple mind. <laughs> But it's not it's not technically musical dance number, right? It's just dance number in a mu- well, movie. Well, he he this this was given to us by Gerald from Two Peas on the Podcast and he said Hi, I don't mean it personally. He said choreographed dance number in movie. Oh, okay. Ooh, which is about the same, aren't they all? To me, I aren't think they all, they're I don't think of, they're freestyling in movies, right? I don't right? think so. I mean, I hey, think th- hey, for the scene, I would all say, of you just do do whatever you want. want. I would say that there are probably comedy films that do that. Like Bridesmaids at the End or um, Hot Rod where they're dancing outside the car. Uh, I'll give you those. That's right. They probably were like, hey, guys, just uh, dance. Or like uh, (laughs) Tom Cruise in Tropic Thunder. I'm sure they just said, you know, just do a dance. Tom Cruise don't know how to do anything not scripted. Scientology. He probably wouldn't like study a dance move or something. (laughs) Yeah, he would have studied a freestyle dance. And become an expert at it. And become an expert because he's good. Okay, so we are doing our top top three choreographed we're, we're just gonna dance, say move. dance dance numbers in film got it all right so we'll let cinemaiden kind of stew on it no. a little bit i this one will be an easy one for me no she knows start, you want to you want to just start it off then if you so uh, let's just like, start boom. it off and i think once you guys start talking my juices will start flowing oh not on the floor i hope <laughs> the cinemaster will start who's the cinemaster off this evening and remember it's cinemaster by one <laughs> it's still you know it's still one by one so my number three is from Mary Poppins, and it's Steppin' Time. Ooh. I love I, that dance Man, number. I wish I stole that one, because I do love Steppin' Time. Pop it up, up, Steppin' Time. Pop it up, up, Steppin' Time. Don't any reason, don't need a rhyme. Blah, 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 steppin' Time. Yes. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. I, yeah, that is a really and, good one. And Dick Van Dyke, he still got those moves, oh, man. Dude. Oh, Dick. Chim, chim, and a chim, chim, and a chim, chim, chiroo. My number three is from a movie called Can't Buy Me Love, where he thinks he's watching American Bandstand to try to learn a dance, but really he was watching the Nature Channel and learned the Swahili mating dance, but because he's popular (laughs) and cool, he goes to school and does the Swahili mating dance, but everyone thinks it's cool because he's doing it, so everyone in the gym does the Swahili mating dance. That's pretty funny. All right. Um, Okay, so mine, I got to go with, in the same vein as Justin... I love you, baby. Sang by Heath Ledger when he's dancing down the bleachers. I love and you, baby. baby. And if dancing. it's quite all right, what do when I do like fake musical numbers? I always do that yeah. dance that he does. Yeah, he does nail it. It's like really wide steps over the yeah. bleachers. Yeah, and he dances mm. down the bleachers. Same thing it's I hate a about you. Great movie. Moment. It's a great movie though, too. It I love that movie. movie. It's a good movie. Good I'll, one. These are all I'll three good ones this time. Putting myself in there. You know what, Brad? Those are good ones, guys. All right, Brad, number two. All right, number two is from the 2011 The Muppets. 
And it's the opening dance number to Life's a Happy Song. Mm. When they're dancing through the, the little town and everybody gets into to the dance and everything. I like it. I, I have watched that intro. When Reese, like dancing the dance when Reese the dance. was a baby, he loved that opening scene. So oh, we would good. just watch that fun. almost every day. My number two, because I feel like it's like the, day, like the biggest dance moment in cinematic history, is uh, when no one throws baby in the corner. And oh, yeah. the final dance number <laughs> That's a good uh, was supposed to be the Moringa, but it wasn't. It was, I've had the time of my life. Well, never felt this way before. Never felt this way before. <laughs> yes, I, I swear. I do, I do want to say, when Gerald gave this to me, he said, if dirty da- that dirty dancing scene does not end up in our list, there he's you go. writing. So there you go. There we go. Look, and that was from old XJ2K. <laughs> Cinemaster previous yes. two times. Yes, two times Cinemaster awardee. Almost very, very, very close second <laughs> yes. this year. Technicalities. I've won twice. I was I the first Cinemaster. I think that there was some uh, voter fraud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess I didn't see we, his original sheet. Can we? Uh, can we please? Check I the actually machines? did see his original sheet because he sent it to me. And I'm I kept checking. File it. an injunction against your Cinemaster, dude. I this is going to be sorry. tied up until next Oscar I'm season. You're going to get no power yeah. until then. All, All right, right Cinemaiden number, number two. I'm, this is purely. Uh, this is not me checking anywhere. So it's only the things that are in the top of my mind. Hot Rod. You just said that you couldn't use Hot Rod. No, no, no. This is a very, very, very choreographed scene. It's when he's in the woods, punch <laughs> dancing his Felix out. <laughs> That's right. He does do a uh, footloose so reenactment never, never, there. Never, 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 never. <laughs> but it's like really long. It's su- super <laughs> like it's, long. It's like it's, longer than his fall down yes, the yes. thing. The whole scene <laughs> is clearly not done by him. It's very clearly <laughs> satirically long. Yeah, it's long. It's amazing. I think. I that guess all that the time. would be choreographed, right? Okay. Yeah. All right. And there's there's a song during it, so. <laughs> I mean, they they could dance without a song. I choreographed. Guess. They could dance if they wanna. Yeah, that's I can right. Leave my friends behind too. And because you right. know, if your friends don't dance, and if they don't dance, they're no friends of mine. I don't want to be around them. He, he didn't even quote the song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that doesn't. It's not like if your friends don't dance and if they don't dance, well, I don't even want to be around them. <laughs> No friends. My version does. (laughs) So we're at our number ones. All right. Okay, mine's in no particular order. Yeah, yeah, it was. You already we've already ordered them in a particular order. That was your least favorite. That was your second favorite. And this next one's your favorite favorite. Your favorite favorite. All right, Brad, what's your favorite? This this is for me the greatest dance number to ever be put in a film, and that is the bike dance scene from Rad. Oh, when they're dancing to you didn't see Rad? No. Oh, you're too young. It was like 20 years before your time. (laughs) Uh, Send me an angel plays, and you you can tell that it's not the actors on the bikes as they spin in. Send me an angel. Send me an angel. From Rad. From Rad. One of my all-time favorite movies when I was in my younger years. My number one, because it's also my number one musical. And my number one song from a music. If it's The Greatest Showman, I'm going to leave. Oh, no, but I do love The Greatest Showman. <laughs> uh, no, it's uh, Pardon Me, Reb Tevia. And like a, when he does his like, 
If I was a rich man, all day long I'd bitty bitty bum. If I was a wealthy man, hey, I wouldn't have to work hard. All right, anyways. I mean, that's such a good fucking song, though. He'd have one staircase just for going up and another one just for coming down. That's amazing. <laughs> I don't even have that. Uh, no, I I just love, and I I only hit, I've seen okay. other people do it. He is the best, but they cannot be Paul. Like he is the best. I would uh, I could have almost gone with Miracle of Miracles because I do like the way they dance in that <laughs> Miracle Miracle because he he spins and does the yes. wide stepping like the Heath yes. Ledger wide stepping and he swings her around. Yes, that's such a good movie. It is a good play, movie. whatever you want to call it. So I've that, seen it both in movies and Is that your number one now? I want it to be my number one, <laughs> but I can't do that. Only so go with the greatest showman. This is the greatest, greatest show. When Zac Efron spins on his knees and grabs the hat at the end, this is the great. That That's a great scene. It's a great movie. Um, okay, I okay. love that can movie I, a can lot. Can I have a confession time? I hate that movie. But. We know. But. It. We know. But. There is a song from that movie that I play on the reg. Is it This is the greatest show? No. Anything you That's how ever she starts want. that's how she starts her day. Anything you she gets ever in need. and she's like, This is the greatest show. And and she, she busts spins out of on her, her room. knees and catches <laughs> right. a top hat. To the rest of my house to my cat. Every day <laughs> yeah. she has like a little top hat ready to drop from their door when she opens it and she no. catches it. Can you guess really what song it is? All right, hold on. The Zendaya one where she's like No. Uh, um the freak one where they're all talking from about being freaks. On. How's that one go? From now on. And he gets like, it builds slowly. And then at the end. Uh, yeah, because that's towards the end. That's good. Because then that, I think that bleeds into the original beginning rendition of This is the Great Show, right? I don't don't they kind of bleed together? I don't know. I just heard that song somewhere on some playlist. And I was like, oh, shit, this is from The Greatest Showman. It's good. I guess I like this. Anything you ever want. <laughs> anyway, okay. So if we're okay. going to go, if I can't do Reptavia. Rebtevia. I'm gonna have to go with King and I, because it's like one of my top three favorite musicals of all time for sentimental reasons, and it's also Yul Brenner. I mean, I can't. I, think, I don't need to say anything else. I think you sang it when in our episode of when we sang our mm. favorite like musical. Oh, that's right, you did. Oh, did I? I think so. It's one of my faves. <laughs> uh, but the moment "Shall We Dance" is when she's singing and he's singing and they're like ballroom dancing around. Mm-hmm. When I was little, I used to dance to that same number all the time around my living room and pretend I was dancing with the Aww. king. <laughs> the king and I. I loved them. Honorable right. mention: Napoleon Entertainers uh, from Moulin Rouge mm. when they do the Kirk uh, cover yes. and the Elephant Love Song medley from Moulin that Rouge. That entire movie should be its own. I also think one of my favorite lines that I always think of from that movie is love is a many splendid no, thing. No, when, when the little what is a mandolin? When the little mandolin guy falls, he's like, <laughs> the only thing you'll ever love is just to love. The greatest be thing. Loved in return. That was John Leguizamo as I the love that part. sitar. He was a the sitar. sitar. That's what it is. <laughs> Anyway, that one honorable mention for me as Love well. Love is a many splendid thing. Uh, Cell Block Tango from Chicago, phenomenal. Oh, is that a tap number? I like the tap numbers in Chicago. No, it's it. Well, is it a tap number? A it's lot more seductive because they're all like and they're scantily clad. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a tap confession. Yeah. I've never, never seen, seen Chicago. Chicago. 
become a patron of the show. Yeah. And what do you get for that, Brad? You can give us a top this idea just like our friend Gerald Ooh, did. Ooh, what else do you get with that? Well, if you're at the five dollar tier, you can come on and play Cinephile with us, which Ooh. we have we have a couple at our five dollar tier that we need to bring on to play. All right. All right, let's talk in the heights. Once upon a time. In a faraway land called Washington Heights. Say it so it doesn't disappear. Washington Heights! Lights up on Washington Heights. Up at the break of day, I wake up and I got this little punk I gotta chase away. Pop the grate at the crack of dawn, sing while I wipe down the awning. Hey, y'all, good morning. Ice cold piragua, cherry, strawberry, and just for today, I got my mate story of a block that was disappearing. The genius is back! Yo, here's your chance. Ask her out right now. Hey! Something on your shirt. <laughs> Smooth operator all damn. We all had a sueñito. And when it came to dreams, we had to keep scraping by. Maybe this neighborhood is changing forever. Maybe tonight is our last night together, however. I just want to see the whole world through her eyes. They're talking about kicking out all the dreamers. It's time to make some noise. I wish I knew some of the songs. I don't. I know. <laughs> uh. I don't super love the songs. Oh, well, what to say? Well, what did everyone give it first? Oh, yeah, what did everyone give it? Yeah. Before we, I guess there's a few ruinsies we can, but we'll yeah, there's give, a big. We'll give a ta-da on the end. Yeah. We'll give our <laughs> quick thoughts. <laughs> they actually go and ta-da. <laughs> We'll give our quick thoughts, and then we're going to go into our ta-da moment. What did you give it, Justin? Uh, I gave it three and a half. A 3.5. Yes. I'm going to give it a three. After finishing it, I kind of teetered between a four and a four and a half, but I, I think I, l- I land on a, a solid four. I really, really liked the movie quite a bit. Yeah, I liked it. it. It got a little slow there in the middle, but then it, it picked back up at the end. What did you really really like i love the dance numbers especially at the beginning the pool scene was awesome the pool scene was good uh was it some of it oddly cgi'd or green screen there there was a little bit that there was, was one with uh usnavi where he was walking this thing and and then there's a couple people when they jumped in the pool i'm like why does it look so weird yeah there were a couple that were like i didn't even understand why they, they were green when they were dancing it. on the side of the building yeah it, it was kind of a little it was oddly CGI'd. i just kept thinking like Clearly, those are the actors you have dancing in the background, and this is the actor. Like, we can't have him jump in the pool and have them in the background <laughs> at the same time. But I, I like the visuals in it, like the scene with when she's walking. Vanessa, down, yes, when she's walking down the street, and the the streams of the the cloth were like coming out. Oh and yeah, she's, she's. Oh well, that pool scene singing. when they were like doing things with their hands, yeah, like lightsabers and stuff, and yeah. they actually drew it. I thought that was really cool. Mm. Any song Vanessa sang, I thought was super boring. <laughs> Yeah, I was be, like, well, "Oh, you, this is like Charlie's mom singing in no Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory." But cheer up, Charlie! But you would go from like you know the the hip hop beat, and then she'd start singing, and it was it was just like the the yeah, yeah, yeah. you know the her pool number she wasn't had a good bad voice. because they were singing behind her and like a yeah. more. I do really like, and I guess it's his thing because we saw it in Hamilton and this like his sort of rap. Or hip hop element that he adds to musicals because it, it's definitely got a f- specific zing to it. And you yeah. can actor watching Hamilton 
And then watch this, you're like, yep, same person wrote that. Yeah, it, it has that same kind of it's flow cool. I like it. to the lyrics and to the beat. Uh, the, opening song, song was my favorite song. So you song. know that he wrote yeah. In the Heights way before yeah. Hamilton. Yeah, I know. He did. Okay. So I figured. The opening song was my favorite. I thought that was really that cool. That one was really because cool. Because it interacted with him opening the store and talking to customers. And you actually, if you just showed me that opening song, and this is probably why I only gave it three and a half, I would know the entire story of the film, I think, of the play. Okay. It's, it's not that deep of a story. It's not no, that it's deep. Not. That's why I, 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 I enjoyed I it. Don't, I like being surprised in films and plays. I didn't love the play either. So the play did not give away the surprise ending that the movie did. So there, there is no surprise ending like that. He is not in... Well, you don't think that he is in... There's no narration right. of him. So in the movie, you were of the opinion that he's in the Dominican Republic... Yes. Telling the story, telling the story to, to some Islander kids, and uh, which part one way, of them find, you finds a daughter. The movie finance. So you're daughter. thinking the whole time, oh man, he left them all. He left the body. Oh, what's going on? Uh, did did he get with Vanessa? Did he leave her? Did they have a kid? Did she die? All these other things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then kind of find out. Nope, he's still in. He the never bodega. left. He stayed. He he realized because the whole time he was he was like the best the best time of my life. You know, he had right. pictures of his dad back in the Dominican Republic and their little, you know, beach little bar yeah. thing that he had. And he wanted to go back there because that's what he remembered as being the best times of his life. What do you think about Vanessa's decision to not go back to college? But it, like, because I, what she was not, saying. No, but you mean uh, Nina. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Not Nina. Yeah. Uh, yes. The other guy's girlfriend. Sorry. But not Vanessa. Um, That's his. When she said, like, hey, I miss home, but also, like, the way she was treated just wasn't what she, you know, Stanford wasn't what she wanted it to be. What do you think that film was saying with that element? Just, um, hey, this happens a lot, and this is a real story? Well, as, as I was watching it with, with Kara, because, you know, she deals with college and, and yeah, kids, yeah. she said this type of thing happens a lot with kids. They were like, they just want to get away. They want to get out. They want to, so they go as far as they can. And usually after that first year a lot there are a lot of kids that are like well i'm i'm not as smart as you know i was top of the class here i get out there and i'm like i'm right. not as smart i'm far away i don't have the friend support that i had here mm. i don't have the family i don't have this things are different i don't like it so they end up like coming back all right but i mean this this kind of added more of that racial piece too right. of like you know she was accused of stealing a necklace on her first day yeah. Yeah. and so it kind of added a yeah. little more than just just being homesick and and not in her familiar place i just think though long term that doesn't really make sense if you go to stanford you go to stanford and that's a great degree just named to have yeah. afterwards yeah because it wasn't like she went away to just some rando college like yeah, she well, yeah. made it into stanford. And, and her her dad you know sold off half of his company at least half that building at the time in order to like give her that first yeah. year and there's that's a like that's a lot of sacrifice for that yeah and then then she was like i'm not going back yeah but then she changed her mind and was like well you know i i figured out i figured out what i need to do i'm going there to fight for racial right and yeah, immigration exactly. justice so i guess so anyways going back to my three and a half was because i felt like the story wasn't amazing. Like the story, I, I was like, oh, this is just a love story in the end. But I don't think that this story was for us. Yeah, I get no. that. No, I, I totally I don't that. think that this story was for us. So I don't think that we might connect with it as much as we probably 
should or others do. So while this wasn't for us, I think that Lin-Manuel did a great job of trying to be diverse in his storytelling, uh, like of In the Heights. But there was all that controversy about him not having let uh, Afro-Latinos who are actually in Washington Heights in New York. Mm. And so that's an interesting thing that I don't really, I can't speak to any of it because it's not my place. But I think that I didn't connect with the movie because it's not for me. That makes sense. That's a good word. But if I was from there or if I had Latin roots, I think it would mean more to me than than it does. I, I, I definitely could see that. But I can appreciate it for what it is and say it was a well-made film. It has a lot of great representation and it shows you a different side of yeah. things that you probably don't see every day or even hear every day. And I, I, I connected with the, the visuals, the songs, the story, and just I wanted to see this group of people move on. And I... I grew up, I didn't grow up in like, you know, a neighborhood like this. Like I, I had a small neighborhood, but I had a lot of Hispanic friends growing up and I hung out with their families and it was, it was like, we're going to have a party this weekend. What, Everybody like, gets there. I mean, like think about like in film, what Latino kind of films do we know of? What can you think of? I think of Selena. I think of Made in Manhattan, J-Lo. Like she's a, pre- she's a Latino woman that's in New York City. La Bamba with Lou Diamond Phillips. La Bamba. And- Honestly, there, there's probably a bunch out there, but we don't know about them. We don't know about them because we don't seek that. But I feel like this out. is this is a great step in a direction of where those are more mainstream. Yes, all I can yes. think yes. of right now is like these really kind of stereotypical, like John Leguizano films, like stereotypical films that show Latinos as the people that love to party and dance. Yeah, and like exactly. to be fair, yeah. yes, yeah. they love to party and dance, but there's uh, this whole there's other more side to, to it. Like, yeah. yeah. So I think that the film did a great job of that. So while I have three stars, it's because I didn't connect with it. But I think that it has a great place in film history and and a good step forward for. Yeah, Latino I would films. definitely if someone was like, "Hey, this is playing or the play," I would. I would go tell see them it. to go see it for it, sure because I it was fun. It was definitely a fun. I, I think it's something that. that we definitely need to see. Like everyone needs to see it. And another one of my favorite parts that I didn't mention was the the carnival, where when she was getting ready to leave and she's like, "Where is everybody?" Yeah, and then they go, you know, to that that back area to see everybody. Just like it's, you know, we're in a blackout. It's hot. We don't want to do anything. And she's like, "Let's get up. We got to dance." And then they're going through of like where everybody's from. We got Cubans. We got Puerto Ricans. We got Mexico. We have Dominican Republic. Like mm-hmm. going around. It's just been this big dance number of like we are, you know, this area, Washington Heights and look at what we're built of I, I love that whole number and that song and that like yeah even though you know I, I i don't connect with it it still was like this is just cool i just yeah. like it uh, did you do you but get it, it all it's like, a good story no i liked it and i'm glad we watched it but uh you know because i didn't love hamilton as much as everyone else did yeah, yeah. but i felt like and i love lee manuel miranda like actually lynn i was lynn like, Lynn Manuel Miranda. Yeah. Lynn Manuel. Sorry, Lynn Manuel. Lynn Manuel. There's Miranda. the one. Star. There's the candle. There's the uh, one. There star. it is. I said Lee. It's Lynn. No, he actually wrote a book that I read. Um, that's actually amazing. And he did like a little children's book with drawings. It's really good too. So I really like him. I found that Hamilton became a lot of virtue signaling, and uh, like whether you liked it or whether you didn't like it, meant it said something about what you think or don't think about things in the world, and that really annoyed me. I, so, I think that was the culture behind. Yeah, it had the, nothing to do with play. Hamilton itself. It yeah. was people. Yeah, 
I do remember that first time when you were like, guys, I, I, I kind of didn't totally yeah. like it. And then it was like, what? I was just bored. <laughs> so you you liked this more than Hamilton? I think so. But they're neither one of them are movies that I would like, oh, man, I'm going to watch that again. Although Hamilton's not really a movie. It was, well, I only I'm going to film a, movie. a stage play. Yeah. I wonder if I would have liked it more if it was a movie. I, I like the things that they can add to this, like the drawings and the yeah. creative stuff. Yeah, yeah. I just think that's fun. Did you? I, I loved Abuela, and I was so oh, her yeah. her last scene where she was like in the tunnel singing, like basically going through her life, and like here it is, we're at the steps with the light, and mm. then I was like, no, she yeah. no. Oh. Um, yeah, Usnavi, he was did an awesome job too. The actor. Oh yeah, we didn't he talk was in about Hamilton. It. He was. Yeah, who was he in Hamilton? He was uh, Philip Lawrence and uh, Hamilton's son that died. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was good. He was really good. Name's John Lawrence. John Lawrence. Philip Lawrence. John did Lawrence. Did the play tell you why he's called Usnavi? Uh, I don't I don't. When his that. father came into onto New York City, he saw a battleship and it said, it said U.S. US Navy, Navy. Yes. on it. Usnavi. Um, and then also uh, George Washington was in the movie. He was. He was an ice cream guy. ice cream guy. guy. And uh, did you, I don't know if you I heard it. Oh, that was George Washington? Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Did you hear the the little um, Hamilton Easter egg? No. When Jimmy Smith's, when he's calling Stanford to find out the, the about the money situation. I, I love him too, but yeah. And they, they put him on hold. The hold music is the, you'll be back. Like wow, from gotcha. See, Hamilton. I don't know Hamilton enough to know its songs. I didn't pick it up. Uh, Kara told me. She's like, did you hear? Did you hear? And I was like, no. So it, she played it. I was like, oh, oh that's yes. kind of fun. Yes. And I'm like, that's kind of funny. Yeah, Jim, Jimmy Smits, he was great in this movie. He's awesome. Yeah. Although it's hard for me to take him out of Sons of Anarchy. Every time he kept talking about his business, I was like, is it porn? <laughs> <laughs> is it porn? <laughs> from what I understand, this movie has not done amazing with critics from what I'm reading. It's been mixed. Um, its box office wasn't the best. And is I mean, anybody's box office amazing right now, though? Uh, Quiet Place was. Anything else you have on in no, the heights? I, think, I, I, mean, I would say if you have, it out. if you have the chance, uh, I guess it's a little it. long. It's two hours and twenty minutes is a yeah. Hike. Like I said, in a the hike. middle, there's there's a little bit where it, it kind of. I was like, okay, it needs to like pick up and get going. But the first half was really good. It w- the first half has a lot more music, and then it kind of slows down for a little bit, and then they get yeah. you with the music at the end. Yeah. But overall, yeah, I enjoyed it. If you have HBO Max, you can watch at home, or you can go see it in the theater. Did you see In the Heights? What did you think of it? Let us know. Go to wearethecinemaguys.com, and you can follow us on our social. You can call us. You can email us. Let's move into at-home recommendations. Cinnamon, what what do you got for us? Bill Burr's new stand-up comedy special. It's not really a stand-up special. It's more like him just secluded in his house making content. Bill Burr has one on Netflix? Not Bill Burr. Oh, my God. Oh, Bo, Bo Burnham. Burnham. Bo Burnham. Oh, I hated it. I loved From, it. Oh, my gosh. I thought it was... I couldn't when get past said, all the Daddy's singing. Giving you, you know why he hated it? Want, I was dying. You know why he hated it? Why? Because he was in Promising Young Woman, and it gave him flashbacks. Oh no, the it. deal is... Someone was like, oh, you should watch it. And I was like, cool. And I was like, I just kept going through. I was like, is this singing the entire yes. time? I had it on in the background. I but did he has, not So I couldn't watch it all at one time. For it. But watching it in small spurts, 
It should have been at like a like an episodes. Right. It should be like fifteen minutes. It's episodes. not that I don't think he's funny and clever. I just don't. The music was so dumb to me. Exactly, and I thought it was hilarious. Okay. Hilarious. When he was saying my dumb friends are having dumb kids, I was dying. Uh, I, I've heard from a lot of people they really enjoyed it. It was I funny. Just, I will never yeah. watch it again, but it was funny, <laughs> and I have catchphrases stuck in my head all the time. Maybe Daddy's making you content. Revisit it. You so like ha- a, it's your it's your new baby driver of 2021. Yeah, because uh, two other people I know were like, "Watch it." Baby driver was better than this, though. Yeah, that definitely was. Just the one. Oh man, I got yeah. so much since okay. we last we did. Sweet tooth, I Hit think it's me worth with your it. Best oh my shot. god, I started watching it. Yeah, it's good, right? It hurts my heart. No one I have recommended to it's has so been good. sad. It's so good. Sad, like the- sad that I said that, or like oh. it is upset. sad. It's uh, it, it doesn't stay that way though. It makes me sad. I had to turn it off because Will Forte is such a good dad. He is such a good dad. I love him. I like him anyways. I love Will Forte so much. Yeah, same. He's a um, little nutso, and I love it. And then oh, um, Skater Girl on Netflix. Oh, it's you so like that? good. I love. I think it. I told you about that. Yeah, one. you did, and it was. Great. I don't even know what this is. Is it's it like uh, Avril Lavigne? No, no. it's show? it's kind of serious, and it's not really about skating. It's a small town in India. And uh, a girl who's Indian but lives in London goes and visits, and you're following a poor, just a poor family. Mm-hmm. And uh, the girl just brings some skateboards for the kids, and the yeah. kids like love. It. And the one little girl you're following, it just something about riding on the skateboard just makes her feel so free. But it's about like sort of the oppression of women and other things in these small communities. Mm-hmm. And uh, but she just falls in love with skating. Um, so you there's a studio. Yeah, it's really so, good though. So probably stuff I wouldn't like. No, I think you would like it actually. Of women, yeah. people enjoying themselves, yeah. growing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's not what you're into. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's really good. I like that. <laughs> um, and then I did watch that one with Angelina Jolie. Those who wish me dead. Those who wish me dead. That that was going to be oh, one of my I really suggestions. To watch that. Is it good? I really enjoyed it. Justin, it was okay. It definitely is entertaining. As, it, Brad, you so, think everything's good. No, well, once you get, once you get to here, like the idea that it's just a f- action flick, sort of, it's like, okay, this is entertaining. Here, here, here's what I'll say. It's it's not uh, Tyler Sheridan who wrote and directed the movie. It's not his best film. I mean, he also did Hell or High Water. And, I didn't um, like that. Hell or High oh, Water. Like What's Hell Indian Reservation one? Gone Girl? No, with, Jer- oh, with Jeremy Renner. Oh, yeah, in the snow. Yes. Oh, jeez, that movie is so good. That movie is so the good. The River or something, River? Wind River. Wind, Wind River, River. Yes. He He also did that movie. I like that movie a lot. So it, it's not as strong as It definitely as has those, the violent but... tendencies. Every now and then, yeah. I'm like, oh, oh yeah, this yeah, is yeah, more yeah. violent than I thought. Yeah. But the uh, it just didn't hit. I, I thought it was going to get a little more f- fun action-y towards the climax of the movie, and it was more like probably more realistic of a <laughs> outcome than... The action yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I, I mean, I gave I it mean, a three I and a half. Thing, so. That's about what I... I think I gave it a three. The other one I'd suggest is watching Loki if you haven't started oh, it. Oh, dude, yeah. Loki's good. I've only I, seen episode one and I loved it. This loved is totally it so, so 100% much. just a precursor to Multiverse of Madness. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Madness. Madness, I say. Multiverse of Madness. I love the, the weirdness of this. Like, it reminded me of an old Terry Gilliam movie called Brazil that was weird and had like similar type of stuff to oh it. so we were ta- i found out why and maybe you guys already knew this because uh, you know they're talking about the gender fluidity of loki yeah and i thought that was a weird thing to add to it but that is part of the norse uh gods like pantheon yeah. like gender fluidity was part of how they're 
uh, how they saw enough, their gods. So, um, our friend's 11-year-old son told me that. Yeah, no, I just found out from somebody who was talking to me today, and she said that. And I was like, oh, I didn't know that. That makes more. That makes sense why people would say it now as opposed to like applying sexuality to something that wasn't sexual before. That will do it for another episode of The Cinema Guys. We'll be back in a couple weeks. Just subscribe, and you'll never miss an episode. But until then, maybe we'll see you at the movies. Jeff, help me. Jeff, stay out of it, Jeff. Jeff. Stay out of it, Go Jeff. Go back to your room, Jeff. Yeah. You don't get say in this. You're not even technically family. <laughs> technically family? You're just a side piece. <laughs>